We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brunson, three-pointer, bang, ties the game. Greg film stuff. What's going on, Greg? Jesus. <laughs> At the end of tight games, I only want the ball in Jalen's hands, period. Yeah, we were saying that on the playback. Like, Brunson, please. Uh, as an RJ fan, he will turn me into a villain if he doesn't convert his layups. Uh, it's actually getting ridiculous, but kudos for two huge free throws, four huge free throws. Four huge free throws. Give credit where credit is due. I mean, I mean, the last one he missed off of the Julius miss, I think, right? Um, like, I don't know. I don't know what high level analysis there is to say other than making shots is important to be a good basketball player, especially if those shots are within three or four feet from the hoop. That's all. He'll get better. He'll get better. He'll get better. He'll get better. Right. Um, TK. I thought Cam defensively changed the game when Evan fouled out. I don't know if I changed the game, but I, he, they, I don't think they win it without him. I'll say that goes to show. We still really need Grimes. RJ did improve his free throws. At least everybody's leaning on the free throws. Um, 
Yeah, I thought um, the Ubre airball three that went out of bounds on Randall under the basket. I thought Cam bothered that shot. He also got down the floor quick on a possession where like it was a transition in overtime and like guys were not getting down the floor and he got down the floor. And I think he disrupted the play, although I think Jalen Brunson actually got the steal or like uh, deflected the ball or whatever it was. Uh, yeah, his defense was great. His defense was great. hundred um, percent. Requiem gaming again, not enchanted by cell service at the ABQ airport. I'm sorry about that. Um, I don't know where the ABQ airport is. Can someone, uh, I guess, well, I guess that's the album. Oh, the Albuquerque airport. Duh. Land of enchantment. Here on. Hey, pastor Claudio, super sticker. Happy birthday, pastor Claudio. You are the best. Andrew, I don't know if you want to come on here and say happy birthday one more time. You're more than welcome to. No, I'm good. (laughs) Happy birthday, Dad. Uh, Matt Smith, thank you for the contribution, Matt. Um, I'll be honest. I was expecting far more than borderline regression from RJ from year four RJ. Um, But a win is a win. These next seven games will be very telling. Two and five seems about right. I think two and look, go two and five at the very least. Um, and we've been talking about these next seven games. Let's actually say what the, the next seven games are. So Friday night at Milwaukee, who sent the Nets to what are the Nets? One and three now, I think. Um, whatever. It's fuck Brooklyn. Um, not the borough of Brooklyn, which I love. And I live here. I'm very happy. But fuck the Nets. Uh, so they're at Milwaukee. Then they go to Cleveland on Sunday. Two days off. Atlanta at home. I feel that's going to be a big game. Um, at Philadelphia. Philadelphia, one in four after losing in Toronto tonight. Philadelphia over the last several years, obviously a massively touch, tough matchup for the Knicks. Um, then Boston at home. My goodness. Uh, although again, Boston got beaten pretty soundly the other night by, I forget who, um, not a great team. I don't think. And they were in it to the end against Orlando. And then at Minnesota at Brooklyn, Minnesota has struggled. Brooklyn has struggled. So next seven games, uh, playing a lot of teams that have struggled. I I mentioned Atlanta, Atlanta struggled on defense. Probably the team that's playing the best out of all of them, other than Milwaukee might be Cleveland. which is, you know, whatever. We don't have to go there. Um, you know, win, 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 win two of those games. Win two of those games at the very least. I think you could win three. I think you could win three. I don't think asking for three wins is too much. Um, oh, can I, can I share a Nets related thing? Um, per Alex Schiffer. Ben Simmons said he tweaked his back and wasn't as aggressive afterwards. Said we'll see how he feels tomorrow, but he plans to play. Love it. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Next up. You just gonna let me smile for a minute, Andrew? (laughs) David Crockett. Hashtag let Brunson burn. I love that. That might be my favorite one yet. Good job by you, David Crockett. Um, Jacob Reality, thank you again for the very uh, generous contribution, Jacob. Um, I think one of the big takeaways from this game that may go overlooked tonight is the team free throw shooting 19 for 22. Yes, uh, they were 
one of the best teams in basketball last year at free throw rate. I don't know where their free throw rate numbers are right now. Probably right around the middle, maybe a little bit worse. But they couldn't capitalize on it last year because they were bottom whatever five in making free throws. So yeah, it seems like they've been better from the line. And obviously they needed all of those free throws to win this game tonight. Uh, especially RJ who not only went four for four, but did it with the game on the line down in the fourth and then an OT man, you would have had to give, given me some odds to bet that RJ would go four for four in that spot in those two spots. Um, so great job by him. Made him when he counted. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew's in our text chain saying the Knicks are going to go 7 0. I'm going to hold you to that, Andrew. Juanon, what's going on, Juanon? Am I crazy thinking RJ should spend a lot more time with the second unit? Um, I'm going to dig into this one in a sec. A three and one start is nice, but the real test comes over the next seven games with playoff teams on tap. Um, I would love a world where when RJ played, as more of an off ball played in more of an off ball role with the first unit, you know, you could still, you could still get your drives in attack, attack the closeouts, you know, the whole thing, but you shoot a lot of threes and ideally making a lot of threes. Um, And then you get an early hook for maybe a, a more traditional shooter. And I'm not sure that shooter is on this team right now. Um, Maybe it's quickly, whatever. We like how quickly looks oftentimes with the starting unit. So the maybe that's the way you get your quickly minutes. And then RJ plays a, you know, a not insignificant amount of time with the second unit every game, even if that's like six or eight or ten minutes is probably pushing it, but probably like six or eight minutes. And then he kind of runs those units to a certain extent, um, and he gets more on ball opportunities with those units against other teams' backups where you don't have another team's best rim protector in the game, making life insanely difficult for you at the paint in the paint. And when you have Isaiah Hartenstein um, spacing the floor and giving you a little bit more room to work on those drives into the paint. Yeah. It takes away Mitch as a lob threat, not ideal, but like, again, you got to pick and choose your spots. Um, I don't think it's nuts. It's my two cents. Uh, Rage X, all hell Jalen Brunson. Real quick, Embiid to NY. Um, <laughs> one step at a time. Uh, Embiid ain't going anywhere until after this season. And even then, you know, I think you could argue it's probably a, a little bit too early. But if, if, if this Philly season keeps going really sideways and they don't make up for it in the playoffs, I, I think you're going to hear a lot of chatter. A lot of chatter. Nomadic Knicks fan. What's going on, Nomadic Knicks fan? Brunson is clutch. Randall is good, as Clyde would say. RJ is aiming his threes. Preseason, he was stroking with more of an arc. I agree. It will come. I can't wait to have Grimes, Cam, and IQ as closing options. Um, For sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, This team misses Grimes. For like, there's no doubt about it. This team misses Grimes. They need Grimes. They need Grimes to get where they want to go, to be as good as they want to be. All the things. All the things. DDD 137. I like that name. I would have had to log off for like a week if we hadn't won. Thank Christ, LMAO. You know what's amazing about, I don't know, sports fandom about this team and how we follow this team? 
It's one game, right? It's one game in an 82 game season. And yet, if they had lost that this game, it would have felt like the world had ended and the sky is falling. I can I like unbelievably. Like it, it's just like and you we're talking about you know tur- the, the games like this turn on a trifle. You know, again, the his is his shoe was on the line by forget not forget centimeter, like millimeter. Yeah, millimeter. Um it was that close. It was that close. Um I <laughs> That's baseball, Susan. What can you say? Dan Hidalgo. Thanks, Dan. I was trying to resist, but since Rage brings it up, do you think this team relatively still intact plus a top 10 guy instantly becomes contenders? Um, you know, the, rel- the relatively still intact is doing a lot of heavy lifting there. Um, I mean, you're telling me if you're... Okay, so let's let's just... Because I think he's the only top ten player in league right now that has a realistic chance of ever of getting traded to the Knicks, unless I'm forgetting someone. Um, yeah, let, let's do let's do Mitch, Fournier, and um and uh, Mitch Fournier and I don't know you you have to send a young player out in that deal. Um, so more more salary, or maybe you don't even need the salary. Maybe it comes on like a, when the cap goes up or something. For argument's sake, let's say it's Mitch and Fournier. I know the money doesn't work, but let's just say for argument's sake, for Embiid and all of the draft picks, like literally every protected pick, every pick the Knicks own, every swap, like the whole thing. Um, Embiid demands out, and like nobody else wants to. Nobody else that like is a reasonable contender for him or his services has enough picks to trade, and and Philly wants the picks, whatever just to make this semi-realistic. The Knicks become a contender. They become a contender. I don't know if they're an inner circle contender. Um, but then again, you look at the league right now, it's like how many inner circle contenders are there based on what we've seen so far? It's Milwaukee. It's Boston. It's Golden State. Um, I don't know. Are the Clippers an inner circle contender? Maybe. Um. Who am I missing? Like, I don't know. Denver, you want to put Denver in there? Like, there's not that many inner circle contenders. And and sometimes, you know, you get someone from outside the inner circle that that wins. So yeah, you would would you call them a contender after a trade like that? Sure. Why not? Good good question. Um Mitchell Robinson. It's a motherfucking block party. This is a tweet from Mitch from I don't know when with a hand emoji, a basketball emoji emoji, and a like don't like a cross like the red circle with the cross through it emoji uh, hosted by Mitchell Robinson. You heard me. I love the energy on this team. I love the vibe on this team. I love that they got a win tonight and the, all the vibes are out. It's just fantastic. Um by the way, per Fred Katz, Mitchell Robinson said goodnight to reporters tonight by yelling, see you, buckos, when we left the locker room. I'm going to go ahead and retweet that right now. Um, fantastic stuff. Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Uh, I know I it wouldn't 
have made sense tonight, but I would love a, a Brunson Rose closing. Sometimes they'd be unstoppable if both are on. Wonder if we see it. I would bet. I would absolutely bet money that at some point this year you see Rose and Brunson close a game together. Yep, for sure. Um, Jacob Slavitt. What's going on, Jacob? Uh, hey, John. First time, long time. Thanks for contributing, Jacob. Would it be fair and reasonable to say, I love this bit, that JB will be an all-star starter? Oh, my God. Bruns him. Hashtag Bruns him. Hashtag Robert. Um, impo- incro- Im- I think you meant to say imposter, but Imcroster is pretty good. I don't know what that's a play on. Um, before I answer that question, I just, I've been looking for this tweet and I finally found it. Uh, Cam Reddish as, was asked where his confidence is right now. He said sky high and he asked what his mindset was tonight. Make an impact no matter how it may be, whether it's getting a bucket, getting a stop, getting a rebound, just trying to make an impact. I love that. I love the attitude from Cam right now. I love the vibes on this team. Um, so basically the, the question here is, is there a, are there two guards who are going to get an obscene amount of votes um, because starters are pr- still predominantly, you know, based on based on fan votes. Um, I'm looking through the standings real quick. Two guards. I feel like Trey Young doesn't have that level of fan support. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Lamelo, I don't feel like is there yet, especially if he's going to be injured. Kyrie, oh boy. Um, Harden. Harden will probably get a lot of votes if he's putting up numbers. But then again, if Philly is like, eh, shit, there's a lot of Nick fans out there. Man, would this would that be insane to that he might get voted in by the fans predominantly as an all star starter? I mean, Andrew Wiggins got voted in. Obviously, Warriors like they have fans all over the globe, and I get that. But there are a lot of Nick fans out there too. That's a good question. Shit. Maybe not insane. Maybe not insane. <laughs> Nomadic Knicks fan. Evan and Obi plus a Milwaukee 25 first. The Milwaukee 25 first. Top four protected. For Boucher and Thad Young. Chris Boucher and Thad Young. <laughs> okay. Let me read the rest of the comment first. Would give us a better defensive stretch big option to close with, and that is the new Taj. LOL. Yeah, I don't think they're giving up Evan and a pick. Pretty good pick. Or at least a high upside pick. I don't know about a good pick. And Obi for Boucher and Thad Young. Thad Young like and Boucher are like they might help you. They might be rotation players. Like Thad Young's really old. I'm not sure if this team needs to be investing assets in Thad Young. I'm going to go ahead and say no to that one politely. Um, I'm not giving up on Obi just just yet. Um, I'm not saying he, his his future is with this team. And if I was him, quite frankly, I I'm probably not thrilled with my role right now. But it doesn't seem like it's bothering him. And credit to him for that. All the credit in the world to him for that. Um, but yeah. Haitian Ferg, Ferg agreed. Cam's defense will make him a starter. Do you slide RJ to the two to the two guard or do you start Cam at two? Either way, it's our best defensive lineup. I mean, I don't, I don't really care. I mean, I would I would put Cam on the more threatening wing player. I would tell him 
go be an all defense candidate. And then RJ guards the, you know, the other wing. You you stuck stick Brunson on the least threatening guy, and everything else stays the same. I mean, Brunson's already for the most part on the least threatening guard, but he was also guarding like Cade the other night. So, um, I really don't think this is nuts. This notion, I can't believe I'm saying that too. Uh, next up, yes, Andrew. Hi, I'm gonna give you a breather because I know how you're feeling. So. Figure we're about an hour in. We've got a bunch left because Knicks fans are excited. I love it. The next super chat is actually directed at me and you. Go for it. Forgotten NYC. Random. Random. <laughs> How did you and GMAC originally meet? Believe you went um, on Twitter looking for a producer, and then you searched far and wide, and I just happened to win a contest. And not only became producer, but you're. Uh, the person that writes your calendar and uh, all the above. We were we knew each other from Twitter. I used to host a Knicks podcast. Um, you asked me to come on your pod a bunch of times. Yeah, the first one wasn't it was it like the five like most disappointing moments in like Knicks modern history or something. We had linked a couple times because. And you would come to some fan events, and yeah, like that's honestly the the one John and I met. That's what we, we met. Threw, yeah. We threw a bunch of meetups um, with like Terry and Trey and Knicks Fan TV, and um, this is like pre Strickland, so it was uh, posting and toasting. Posting and toasting and that's yeah. we, like Alex was there, Schwinn was there, all of the Knicks content creators that you know and love were all there, and I was with. And I want to be clear: I know that there is a YouTube channel called Nothing But Knicks. Seven months before that YouTube channel started, I started a podcast called Nothing But Knicks. They're two different things. One doesn't exist anymore. I gave you full reins, Sim. Okay. So there's there's no conflict there whatsoever. Sim is good people. Um, but when I decided that I no longer wanted to be there and Jeremy was moving on to be your co-host, I was taking like three months to figure out what I want to do with my life. And I told you if I can keep my producer um, legs fresh, could do you want a producer to help you run things? Cause I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I was still, you know, sharp throughout, uh, throughout 2020. Ironically, I joined the show and then all Knicks games went away for like nine months because yeah. the pandemic happened. <laughs> so I, re- I remember saying to you, Hey, the numbers are going up and, um, like we might actually have something here if you want to move to YouTube and you know how everybody, I know I'm taking a while for this. I want to give John a break. You know, how everybody, you know how everybody was like during the pandemic, I'm going to learn a skill, you know? And like, if I ever wanted extra time to do something, this now I have it. Um, I learned how to produce video as best as I possibly could. And it's why the YouTube channel looks the way it does. The skills are there. And the rest is kind of history. So I think that's that's how, say. that's how John and I that the how the bond was made and originally met because we were trying to create content at uh during the seventeen win twenty nineteen season. Good question, good answer. You want to stick around for a bit? Sure. Yeah, let's get some of these super chats up here. Uh, Brian, what's going on, Brian? Brian Valderrama. RJ needs to play a full 48 minutes of defense. He doesn't. Well, let's start by how many, however many minutes he's in the game. Like, I'm okay with him taking a possession off here and there, but like, I need, I need more than he's given right now for sure. He, um, he, it, 
I'll, I'd be fine with mediocre, not mediocre defense, below what we expect defense if there was more than we expect shooting going on. Just yeah. looking at the Jazz beat the Rockets tonight. Laurie Market in 24 points on 15 shots, 9 uh, rebounds. What's the what's the odds right now? I, I said it the other night when I was I was watching the Jazz play the the Pelicans and Market was just having his way. Like that's a that's a most improved that's a real most improved bet that you should make right now. Um, next up, Mensa Smith. Let's go down, Mensa. Jalen Brunson was huge, but maybe the biggest thing for this season's next RJ Barrett left no doubt from the free throw line. <laughs> he might be, you know, Mensa might be right up there with uh, Robert Cross as like predominant RJ. It's Mensa, Robert Cross, Yash, and Jeremy E. Oh yeah. That's, yeah. You got to remember those that. four. And I'll just say Mensa from the KFS pregame show yes. hit again on his pregame bet that he predicted tonight. Um, I forget which one it was, uh, but he did hit tonight. So all three out of four on the pre- KFS pregame show when we did betting and sweating. I, I love it. Just apologies for being the one person that didn't make it. Uh, Julius Randall, just, Minus 140 to get a double-double. Tonight, he picks the game and gets six rebounds. Um, next up. Uh, Luffy, thank you. Uh, Jalen Brunson, all-star campaign starts now. I like it. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm very I'll happy for it. I'll be happy to, to get on that that train. Uh, Nick Rydza, love KFS in the post-game live streams. Thank you. We love you. I like Cam in the starting lineup over Evan. Maybe when Q gets back, Boston would want Evan back. <laughs> Go Knicks. Yeah, you know, Evan's not a real tradable contract right now. Um, unfortunately. Uh, and the reason for that is teams over the last several years have been pretty responsible with their money. Um, not in all cases, uh, but you look around at potential trades for, in, you know, involving where you can get away with, you know, a straight up deal with under the cap involving Evan. And you look at it, basically what you're looking for is for other teams that have like, salary that they're not playing right now or like, you know, just like whatever. There's not like those contracts aren't out there for teams that are really trying to win. And I think what it's going to come down to, unfortunately, um, is like them trading him and going to a team and being like, we'll give you the pick, but we want a playable guy back which doesn't really do anything to clear up the rotation jam, which then leads you to like, okay, well, is it just Evan going out or is there another trade somewhere in the works? And that's where you, you know, everything with this team, it's nothing simple. You know, it's always, always complications. You said um, it during playback, the, the Knicks don't like to lose a lot of trades. They're not willing to just dump Evan. That's my, so it's yeah. like the only really thing you could do to get him off immediately is probably attach a pick to him. And the only team I think that would give you something for him is the Lakers, and it's like a second, if that. So I, I'm not 100 percent sure there's anything to trade Evan Fournier for, but you know we'll see. By the way, after tonight, Knicks fifth ranked offense in the league. Yep, and still a top ten defense. They are the eighth ranked defense and uh, fifth ranked net rating. Giddy up. At- Hashtag 45 win. There you go. Zach Horowitz, what's going on, Zach? How you doing? Knicks overpaid for Brunson in the inter like caps and then lowercase. Oh, yeah. yeah. Knicks overpaid for Brunson. That's like the SpongeBob writing. Yes, it's yeah, a SpongeBob okay. meme, yeah. 
show I still have never watched. Uh, hey, brother, fun game. Glad I made my wife and child watch. Me too. Charlotte is well coached and caught a ton of breaks. They caught some breaks for sure. There was a, the, the, the refs were not good tonight. Uh, Nick's won a tight one. Long season. These matter. Cheers. Cheers to you, my friend, as well. Oh my god! Ow! Oh! Ouch! Oh no! It's a bloodbath in here! There's gotta be a way to keep my dagger clean and shiny safely than this! This is what I used to deal with when I cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Which is why I now say thank you, Manscaped, for keeping my dagger slick and ready for wherever the night takes me. Manscaped is trusted by over 6 million men worldwide. Join the movement by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code FILMSCHOOL. It's time to end the days where shaving your balls becomes the final scene of a horror movie. The folks at Manscaped have the perfect package for your package to get this done. The -the below-the-waist grooming leaders have a fourth-generation performance package. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, liquid formulations, and two free gifts. Spooky season is here and Manscaped is getting you set, starting with the Lawnmower 4.0. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Also included is their weed whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer is here to whack your weeds and any goblins that come your way. Both the lawnmower and the weed whacker are waterproof. So in the comfort of your own home or in wild waters, these tools are your best friends. Speaking of your best friends, don't forget to give your testies besties the love they desire with Manscaped's liquid formulations. First is the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Hey, you put deodorant under your armpits, why not put deodorant on your balls? And can't forget about the Crop Reviver Ball Reviver to give your boys a boost. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Spend spooky season using the best tools for the job at Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code FILMSCHOOL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code FILMSCHOOL. Slay your worst pubes and keep your dagger clean during spooky season at Manscaped. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about Factor. 
Factor makes it easy to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen, prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor saves you time by delivering chef-crafted meals to your doorstep, eliminating the hassle of grocery shopping and meal prep. Not to mention cleanup. No dishes to wash here. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared and ready to eat in two minutes. That's even faster than ordering in. Factor tackles the tough stuff so I don't have to. Their registered dietitians and expert chefs work hand-in-hand to create meals with nutritious ingredients. And with 29 meal options each week, I'm never bored. Going off script for this next part to tell you just how convenient and delicious I've found Factor. My to-do list is usually never-ending. I rarely have time for meal prep. When Factor sent me a box to test out, I chose the extra protein option. They sent me a week's worth of meals, and I had no idea just how convenient this was going to be. Each meal comes pre-prepared. You just put it in the microwave for two minutes, wait another two minutes for it to cool down, and boom, in four minutes, my meal is ready, and it's delicious as well. Last night while I was editing this podcast, I heated up the pork shepherd's pie with white cheddar Yukon mash and roasted green beans. Not only was the prep time non-existent, but I was able to get a lunch break in and still get the podcast out for all of you to hear without taking a significant break. They have plenty of other meal options as well. There's vegan and veggie meals, keto, low-calorie options, cold-pressure juices, smoothies, energy bites, plant-based bars, extra protein, the one I chose, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Don't hesitate. Head to go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 and use code filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code filmschool60 at go.factor75.com slash filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. Do you want to know the last time a Nick had 27 and 13 in a game? Um... Specifically, twenty-seven points, thirteen assists. Oh, like that, those exact numbers? Yes. Well, not not at least twenty-seven points, at least thirteen assists. I mean, the name that first came to mind was Marbury, but that can't be it. So, Randall did it two years ago. Oh, okay. And Jeremy Lin did it, and he's the last guard to do it. Okay. During Lin Sanity, um, okay. only only two Knicks have ever done it ever with a six sixty-six percent efficiency. And it's Michael Ray Richardson and Rory Sparrow. Ooh, there's some yeah, names. From the 80s. So. Specifically, Rory Sparrow. Sergio Acosta, thank you for the contribution. I love Action Brunson's high level. I love all the nicknames. High level composure and ability to make plays for himself and the team. Killer Cam with good defense down the stretch. Tough game, but we pulled it off. Let's go Knicks. Yeah, I'm loving the Cam love here tonight. He deserves it. Yeah, you know? he does for sure. Um, Draz off. Thanks again. Man, I miss this one due to past blackouts. I live mm. in South Carolina. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, that really sucks. Brunson is officially that dude. I can't wait for the NL tomorrow. Hashtag 53 wins. Um, the NL. Can't wait for the NL tomorrow. I don't know. I thought it was just a me thing. I'm not sure what that is either. I'm going to newsletter. Oh, there you go. The newsletter tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to have fun writing that one. Newsletter in the description below this episode. I need to, I need to find like I can't like every newsletter can't just be like, thank God we have Jalen Brunson because that's what's turning into. Hey John, you know what every newsletter can be? <laughs> thank, God. thank God for Jalen Brunson. <laughs> Very much. You should thank God every day for Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Shout yeah. out, Pastor Claudia. Okay. Uh, 
Dom Cappuccini, what's going on, Dom? A lot of flack on team defense. The win should have been locked up much earlier. Yeah, I, I th- this one should not have been this close. Are we overlooking a very dangerous and deep offense, even without top guards? Um, are we overlooking a very dangerous and deep offense, even without top guards? Like our offense or like the Hornets offense? Um, they're, I don't know what you're I'm not sure. fourth in, are they fifth in offensive rating so far? The Hornets? Yeah. Uh, after this game, the Hornets are fourth. They yeah. were fourth and they are fourth now. Yeah, so top five offenses in the league. Dallas, Pelicans, Boston, Charlotte, New York. It's quite a list. And the worst offense in the league by several points, currently playing the Denver Nuggets and losing by 15, mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Lakers. Hey, one John. spot below the Los Angeles Clippers, who are one spot below the Orlando Magic. <laughs> How about this? Early in the season, the Lakers are almost eight points per hundred possessions lower scoring than the Magic. Jesus, really? Yeah. Lakers can't score. They needed to do a move this offseason, and they still need to do a move, and we'll see if they actually do. Too too bad. Um, Sean Hardy, what's going on? Hey, what up, Sean? To those who thought we signed Brunson only because he's Leon's godson, please come outside. You know who you are. (laughs) We just want to talk. Yeah, I mean, again, any of those takes, just ridiculous. Ridiculous in the moment and even more ridiculous now. Um, Thanks, Sean. You're the man. Uh, Bob, to you. Thanks for the contribution. Thank you, Bob, to you. Oh, he left his comment. Okay, I shouldn't. He left a comment after his super chat. So I will I will post the comment, although okay. he didn't got uh, it. Phenomenal win tonight. How do you feel about Cam's minutes distribution moving forward with Grimes coming back soon? It's the it's the most immediate elephant in the room. Um I mean I'm I'm gonna double down on what I said two nights ago. I think I don't think Evan Fournier should be in this rotation. Is it the best move for this team today? Does it make them a better basketball team today to eliminate Evan Fournier from the rotation. I'm not sure. It might not. You cannot tell me organizationally that that is not a sound move. Can't if do you, it. If you're getting this version of Cam, then you absolutely can consider it. Like I threw this at you on on playback. I'm confused by the Rose nine and twelve minute games. So I've been wondering if if they'd ever consider like. Well, like Rose. I want. Like I'd rather, I'd much rather have Derrick Rose. Oh, for, me too. Yeah. I'm just confused by it, and I, I'm not even saying what I would do. I'm c- confused by the nine and twelve minute rotations that like, he's in. So is he being prepped to be the new Taj, where he's just deployed in emergency? I, I don't, I don't see. He's too good, man. I, I don't see it. I, and just to Evan, I want to just say maybe somebody missed what I said the other night. It has to be a basketball decision. It has to be a basketball reason why he's still in the rotation. Because if it's just about the contract, which is what something I've said, I've said this for a while, he becomes an expiring contract this offseason. So like, and they're, and they're not going to have cap space this summer anyway. There's, they're not, so like throw that out the window. So the notion that like they are, would essentially be eating $37 million or like, vast majority of that because he's still you know we're already into the second to last season like eh does it matter does it really matter and you never know you may you get you may get some team who wants to just trade for his like it, it, he doesn't go away you can still use his salary in a trade um anyway. like, you, like you said it's got to be a basketball reason the only and it wouldn't even be comparable because that season had so many other things going on 
they're in a better place now than they were in 2019, where they just like told Ennis Cantor, go away. Like, we're not playing you. We want to see what Mitch looks like. I mean, he was an expiring, though. He was an expiring. True. True. And, you know, but again, even so, like, I'll, let's let's add this to it. We're at the point where like nothing Evan Fournier is going to do is going to make some team look at him and be like, yeah, you know what? We we want to we want to give an asset to get him. Not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Um, next up, Rowan Beckford Sr. Roster pretty much the same. So I think these quick athletic teams will continue to give us problems. Getting quickly back will help, but we're going to have to execute on offense to win. That's why Jalen Brunson rocks. Uh, for sure, they need to be a better offensive team, and I think they will be a better offensive team on defense. Again, I think you know a little bit of personnel here. You know, if you if you sub out Fournier for Grimes, you know, I can't believe I'm really going down this path of thinking this might happen. I don't know if I'm crazy. I might be crazy. Um, I think that would help. I, I think just- that would help. If the numbers are, if if what our eye test is telling us also match the numbers, I think they'll see it too. Like they did bench Kembo 20 games into the season last year. That was, different. I know there was, it was different, but if the numbers are showing they're better with him off the floor, I wonder if that is an avenue they pursue, you know? Fair. Um, Steven Cordero, Brunson is the best free agent signing since Tyson Chandler, defensive player of the year, always forgotten. Uh, New York Knicks ceiling is determined by Brunson's durability. Um, I think Brunson will be fine. I think Brunson's very durable. Uh, as far as Chandler being a better free agent signing than Brunson, the, the reason why I always, and I've spoken about this before, have a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth with the Chandler signing is because they had to amnesty Billups to do mm-hmm. it and they should have never had to amnesty Billups because they should have never picked up Billups' option and that amnesty should have been reserved for Amari Stoudemire and I wonder what the future of the Mellow teams would have been had they been able to do that. That's neither here nor there. Tyson Chandler, very good free agency signing. Great, great Nick. Did everything he could have asked for. So, yeah, it's, I, I think Brunson's better though. Oh, yeah. First, best since Chandler, I would agree with though. Although, I also share your, as the mellow stand, the sentiment that if they had just waited to, I mean, there's Chris Paul conspiracy theories out there, whether he would have come here, but if they had waited with that amnesty and used it on Amari instead, but we will never know. <laughs> no, we will not. Mm-mm. Uh, Drazov, if the Knicks squad keeps playing like this, win or lose, with the combo of being in New York City, do the Knicks become a desirable team to a star? Mm. So here's the only... I will answer that very, very quickly and say the um, the issue is that they are not going to have cap space this summer and they're not going to probably have cap space in 2024, although they could have cap space in 2024. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's going to have to be same thing that we've seen for years, which is that, you know, a star asks for a trade and the star has some agency over where he gets to go. Um, I, I'll say this. I don't, I don't think the way the Knicks are playing and how the Knicks are operating as a franchise, I don't think any player would not want to come here and try to get them to the next level. I think a lot of guys would like that challenge. I agree. 
Yeah. Um, CJ Cervantes, what's going on? Big win. Brunson is him, but RJ is unwatchable. Oh, man, that's a little harsh. A little harsh. I, Those layups are not. It's it's hard to watch. Thing. It's I, it's hard to watch him miss those shots. Yes, it is. I, we, yeah. He's living at the rim, though. So I'll, I'll give him that. He, I think, only took two shots outside of the paint tonight. That weren't three pointers. So like the, the process is there. That's just the results got to get better. Yeah. Oh, this is for us. You Daniel, never were at PNT, right? No, I was not. I was never there. So Daniel Givertz <laughs> asked, what were you PNT handles? John was never at posting and toasting. He was at the Knicks wall and then at Knicks film school. I was at posting and toasting for one article and it was really good. And then I realized I don't want to write. And so I think my PNT handle was like and literally at Andrew J. Claudio. And then I and then I decided I wanted to do digital media rather than writing, which is why John is the writer of the KFS bunch. So uh, I'm not going to talk about my past blog experience. I will just say that the next blog that I wrote for, I was told in no uncertain terms when I started there that I wasn't very good <laughs> and that editing my articles was painful. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. How's that newsletter treating you, huh? Yeah. Mm. You know. Can't complain. Can't complain. <laughs> Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Uh, Good Lord, Kevin. Fournier and Rose to LA for a pick and Russ. You need a third team. Um, okay, so Jesus. every t- every fan base is doing this. Yeah, it's. I'm just adding doing the math on my head. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work straight up with the Knicks. It's actually, it does work if you include Cam, but we're not not going. The whole point there. is to make room for Cam in the line. Yeah. With- um, how we got here. Wow. I mean, no, but it works because you have, I think the Spurs and the, and the Pacers are both still under the cap, way under the cap. Right. Um, so you send Russ to one of those teams and it would have to be a player leaving one of those teams to then come to the Knicks. Uh, unless you're, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm going down this fucking road. Um, I think healed, <laughs> I think <if> you're, <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. If you, I think if you said heel, I have to check the numbers. I think if you said heel to LA and Russ to Indy, I don't know if the, maybe Indy needs to send out more salary, which would then come to us. Like, yeah, maybe that, maybe that works. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see the Knicks getting involved. I just don't see it. I just, I don't. The heel trade is there. It's right there. Evan and better, Buddy Heel's a better player than him for you. That's all there is to it. Maybe Kevin, not by much. But. Kevin's asking a follow up. Oh, Just, wait, no. He <laughs> asked, it has, his follow up hasn't popped up yet. Here it is. What about 48 for Pat Bev straight up and you wave Pat Bev? Pat Bev is Just the guy. Just trade 48 to the. Oh, they didn't, you need salary to come back. Yeah. So, you'd able, so the Lakers would need to send something that the Knicks would want Man. to help them facilitate what ends up being because they would just re-sign Pat Bev as soon as he gets waived. Right? Uh, no, they can't. They're not allowed to. This league rules. Um, Don't you have to wait like weeks or something? Like that's happened before. No, they changed the rule because of the Jerry Stackhouse thing. Oh, then never mind. I think you can't sign them for a year. Um, 
I'm just looking at other salaries in the range of salaries that you you could do a straight up deal uh, for the player. And <laughs> oh my god, there is one salary for a player. <laughs> and someone mentioned this before. Shout out to whoever mentioned this as a trade candidate. Uh, Daniel Gallinari is out for the year, right? Oh yeah. So you trade him to the Celtics for Gallo, and then Gallo's out. So is this maybe? Hold on. This contract. This is no. Never mind. This salary is not right. This is not a right. This is not a correct salary. So I, they can't do that. Sorry. I I was looking at he had like an option or something. That's, his salary is wrong in Hoopsite. Um, I don't know why I'm on Hoopsite. You're looking for salaries. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's just not. Is I'm Jonathan open. Isaac ever going to play basketball again? I'm open to any and all. Oh, Evan Fournier trades. Oh, never mind. We found it. We got Duncan Robinson. There you go. Ah. <laughs> so you want to trade for for one and a half, two guaranteed years plus one to three guaranteed years? Plus I one. I'm ashamed that I have to ask. Oh this no, he's I, two I, plus one. Never mind. He's two plus one also. I, did, has he been playing? I don't. Yes, he has been. He has been playing. Okay. The Tyler Hero's starting now, though. I know that. Yeah. And remember what I said in the preseason about the Heat? I know that it's four games. We're all overreacting to this. Um, the conversation around Miami is like, so you really are just going to try with these undrafted guys overachieving. Like that's, they really didn't do anything to overachieve, to, to upgrade the roster as the East got better. You know, Kyle Lowry looks his age. And they're relying on Dwayne Dedman and Gabe Vincent. What do you got? The Spurs are further enough, far enough under the cap that you could do a trade for either uh, Doug McDermott or uh, Josh Richardson. Um, but those guys like are good enough to play mm-hmm. for someone in the league. So it's like you're just kind of shuffling deck chairs. Um, they might be looking to upgrade. They're a super team. <laughs> they were in it tonight against the against the um, Timberwolves. I saw that. Uh, yeah, there's just, it's just there's nothing out there. There's just nothing out there. I mean, is Bertans playing? Um, is Davis Bertans playing minutes for Dallas? Like, you know, you can stick him on your bench. I, you know. The problem is Dallas. There's just, they're not making any deals with the Knicks anytime soon. Not with this regime, at least. No, so so. Never, never say never. Um, that's it. That's it. Awesome. Oh, I'm happy. I didn't realize I was like filibustering and like I wasn't even. No, we were done. done. I just didn't. This was good content, I felt. So let it play Uh, out. There you go. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, New pod Friday morning. I never like to say who the guest is just in case something falls through, but I guess we put it up there. So we got to say it. That's true. We haven't recorded with her yet, but she is confirmed to join us tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to talk to Monica. Monica McNutt, of course, of uh, MSG and ESPN. She's fabulous. Um, And I can't wait to pick her brain about the Knicks, about the NBA, because um, I'm I was happy we got Dexter on earlier in the week to talk and he has an NBA pod. So we have to talk a little bit general NBA with him. I'm excited to to pick Monica's brain also on how the season has gone so far. Um, anyway, this was great. Um, thank you, everybody. You tuned in. Thank you, everybody who contributed. Um, regular chat, super chat, the whole thing. Um, thank you, Andrew Claudio, producer extraordinaire. Yes, sir. He thank won a John contest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, last but not least, happy birthday, Pastor Claudio. You're the man. I just want to say 
to everybody that actually followed directions, I put into the chat, everybody wish him a happy birthday. They all did. And obviously I came on, I forgot. Thank you. Like one of the cool things about this gig is like getting to be able to do that and make your parents feel appreciated. And thank you for facilitating that people. That actually does make me happy and mean a lot. So thank you for that. Over and out. Over and out. See you guys on Friday. Three and one.